0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the Not Gonna Look at Them the Same Way
1: Again edition. Oh no. <laughs> something tells me we're going to yeah. talk about something traumatic? Yeah. Oh, question yeah. mark? <laughs> no question mark. <laughs> it's always traumatic. <laughs> Everything is traumatic, yes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's some trauma ahead of a us. A
0: little bit little bit of trauma. A little, a little, bit, of little trauma. bit of things, busting out of other things.
1: Are we yeah. going the butt?
0: Oh yes. Dire- oh. The, the butts the butts are back.
1: Glad we're returning the butts are back. Uh, to our wheelhouse. <laughs> That's right. Am I using that word correctly? Who knows? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Our foundation. Our foundation, yes.
0: Which is butts. Butts, always. always. Um, today is in between 070. 070. Wow. Now, butterflies full of wasps. Don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and caterpillars make sounds with their butts. Good. Yeah.
1: So do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's true. the time. Mm hmm. Everyone I, does. Everyone makes sounds
0: with their butts. Yeah. And sometimes accidentally, you know. Sometimes, sometimes it just
1: happens. In the middle of the night. Yep. Wake yourself up. And uh, sometimes with your mouth, just for fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like me constantly. Yeah. yeah. I'm resisting doing it right now. I will at some point. little fart sounds? Yeah. Okay. I love to. Well,
0: well, if you're inspired, just let it rip. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Great. I just uh, want
1: to clarify, it will not be coming from my butt. It will be <laughs> me using my mouth to okay. make a fault in- To
0: intimidate. To I'm not intimidate. To uh It to,
1: I know the word. Imitate? Imitate. Yes, but also to intimidate. I think that is such a power (laughs) move to make a fake fart noise. It's the sound that we're constantly avoiding. So to make it happen on purpose, wow. I mean,
0: they do it in nature. I squids, fart black ink, right? So if you're ever feeling
1: scared, if someone's trying to intimidate you. Fart. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Let it rip. Especially on an elevator. You will really teach someone a lesson. I've done Um, that on accident and made someone never talk to me again. Um, Well, teach me your ways. Will do.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha and I am with the flatulating Marissa Riley. That's me
1: letting everything out.
0: Sorry. Um, If this is your first time listening, wow, welcome to the vlog. Welcome.
1: Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's, it's so true. It's so <laughs> true. I really had no idea what we were going to talk about. I even forgot the hint. Jill gave me a hint, but Did whatever. I? she You gave me a hint, maybe, I don't remember, but it was, every time she gives me a hint, it just makes things more confusing. All the time. Yeah, she'll be like... So not helpful. The thing that we're going to talk about? Yeah. M- maybe alive. <laughs> or not and then i'm just like what (laughs) did
0: not narrow it down at all well that 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 would be helpful with this because this is about live things (laughs) oh boy let's get to it let's get to it uh my friends our first story is one as old as time uh humans doing something with good intentions Uh but the consequences and the events following go nearly horribly wrong sounds (laughs) like
1: everything that's ever happened yes
0: so join me, will you? About 30 years ago, on the absolutely charming and incredibly small island of Satunga, located amongst a chain of islands in the Oland archipelago. Now, what the fuck did I just say? I have and, no idea. Yeah. I'm
1: so glad you're clarifying because I was like, wow, my, <laughs> yes. my public school education is doing no. nothing for me right now.
0: I'm pretty sure 99.9% of everyone listening has no idea where the Oland Archipelago is. Okay, don't worry, I got you. Everyone, please imagine Germany.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay,
0: I know where that is. Uh, directly north is Denmark. Okay, hello. hello. Now, above Denmark is Norway, where my friend Espen lives. What's up, Espen? What's up, Espen? Uh, now, to the right of Norway is Sweden. Okay. and And between Sweden and Finland is a body of water. Okay. And scattered throughout are a bunch of tiny islands making up the Oland
1: archipelago. And wow. I know talk about something I've never, never thought it, about or known existed. Yeah. Hello. Uh, do people live there? They do. Hello, folks of the Oland archipelago. Yep. And Satonga
0: is an island among them. Now, I'm probably pronouncing some of that wrong because I don't speak Swedish, but you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Oland. I looked it up. It's an A with a little circle above it, and it's pronounced O oh <laughs> exactly that it's, makes uh, sense i mean oh. i think <laughs> so uh honestly if you imagine a quaint coastal town with wooden boats and hot chocolate you pretty much have an idea of what sutunga looks like oh, shit. yeah and it's just a wee 130 square miles around Aww. and it's home to about 100 people that's just it
1: shut up i know oh my
0: god she's tiny she's cute She's what researchers thought would be the perfect place to introduce a species of butterfly whose numbers were struggling at the time. And honestly, they're still struggling. The, uh, and it's called the vulnerable Glanville
1: Fertillery. Glanville Fertillery. Glanville Fertillery. Hmm. That sounds like... Not a butterfly. <laughs> no. <laughs> it it sounds, sounds like a very beer very clinical. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said a beer yeah. hall and I said clinical. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an IVF, <laughs> st- place. Yes, <laughs> but to you it sounds like beer. I love it. I what know. if it was both? Mm, what I if you uh, went down. to get like I I don't even know all the terms of uh, uh, the place to do all the IVF stuff. Yeah, get your eggs taken out and then give you a beer. I outdoors. love that. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: uh, Dr. Marissa, I have two photos of the Glanville. A shot of the upper wing. And the underwing, please tell us what incredible colors you see, and if you'd try and give this species a second chance, um, <clears throat> a second shot, sorry, <laughs> I don't know what happened to my brain there, uh, all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by and take a look at this beautiful fucking butterfly. you ready? I Up am Marissa.
1: so ready. All right, here's the first shot. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's very classic. It reminds me of a monarch yes. butterfly. It's the similar kind of like amber gold mixed with black spots and it's it's got a pretty kind of furry body that's not too intimidating it's got little um the sticks on its face what's it (laughs) called (laughs) the (laughs) drumsticks Uh, the antenna the antenna it's got the antenna and at the very end of its (laughs) (laughs) it's got the face sticks the face sticks you know (laughs) The horse garage. I'm sorry, my friend called a stable a horse garage uh, ten years ago, and I have not stopped thinking about it. Uh, shout out oh, to Juan. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got little white at the end of the wings. It's, it's just like it's if gorgeous. you close your eyes and picture a beautiful butterfly, this is it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Now we're gonna see the under part of the wing and hold on your butts. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. Wow! <laughs> It's completely different. Oh my god! Even the pattern feels yeah. Is the oh, whoa okay? So you know when you see like a a, a negative yeah. of a photograph mm-hmm. and all the everything that was black is white yep and vice versa. Um, okay, so basically it, on the bottom side everything that was black on the top is white. Yeah, it's like but a cream. Yeah, yeah, but also. Has little black outlines to separate it from the orange parts. You're just gonna have to see this picture. It's really cool, but like incredible. It's inverted. Yeah. It's inverted, and even its stomach hairs that were black on the top were are white. Yeah. It's really cool. Super, super cool. Really interesting.
0: Uh, according to butterfly-conservation.org, this is an orange and brown checkered butterfly with cream, orange, and black marks on the underside of the wing. That Very sounds lovely. delicious. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want that popsicle. <laughs>
0: And quoting that website, quote, the Glanville Fertillery is virtually restricted to coastal landslips on the southern half of the Isle of Wight and the Channel Islands, along with a few coastal locations on the mainland. Sounds
1: like a sentence from Game of Thrones. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. This whole thing. You put a pin in that. This is going to get really intense. Oh, shit. um,
1: Anyway, all that fancy shit
0: was just a long way of saying that this butterfly is actually native to England, not an archipelago over 1,300 miles away. Okay, okay, okay. uh, Tomato, tomato, right? A coastline is a coastline. It's the same thing. Yeah, of course. And what insect wouldn't love this charming ass small island? I mean, Mm, I want to go. Maybe. Well, well, let's see. We'll see. Okay, I got it. I got it. And in the classic human need to get every bang for your buck, researchers thought they could up the numbers of this vulnerable species and study how emerging butterflies disperse across a landscape. Fun. Fun. So- Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead anymore. Please tell us, according to AtlasObscura.com, what the
1: fuck happened next. I would, (laughs) (laughs) I would absolutely love to. All right, quote: Researchers did not realize that their introduction of the Glanville fritillary, 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 you got it, fritillary, would lead to the emergence of three other species which sprang out of the butterfly like Russian dolls, end quote. What, what the fuck? Yep. Mm-hmm. It made
0: other stuff? Yeah. Yeah, things like... came out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, she's holding her face with her hands.
1: I'm going to go to my favorite. Uh, yeah. it, what is the word? Uh-huh. Uh, conclusion, which is the sense, like, aliens. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically like the movie Alien. Yeah. I rest my case. End of podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Thank you, everyone, for listening, subscribing. It was Alien. <laughs> your friends. Um,
0: okay. So, uh, yes, my friends, researchers had no idea that three other species were along for the ride. And what was imagined to end as an inspirational tale of survival Ended up a bonkers cycle of parasitism on a tiny island, repeating itself for decades. Oops! (laughs) (laughs) And there's more to it. No! I know, but before we get into that, I bet you're wondering who makes up our Shakespearean list of characters. Oh my god, of course. Yes, Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns telling everyone out there how fucking complicated this became? Nothing would make me happier.
1: (laughs) I love some complicated tea.
0: So complicated. Okay. All right, here we go. I'll go first. From Patrick Barkman's article over at atlasobscura.com, quote, some of the caterpillars contained a parasitic wasp called Hyposodor horticola. Jesus. Which bursts from the caterpillar
1: before it can pupate and become a butterfly. Oh, my God. Living living inside of some of these small wasps was another, even tinier, rare parasite, a hyperparasitoid wasp. That's right. <laughs> Known as Mesochorus C.F. Stigmaticus. That's right. Uh, Stigmaticus kills the parasitic
0: wasp around the same time the wasp kills the caterpillar. Oh, my God. And emerges 10 days later
1: from the caterpillar's carcass. End quote. Mm-hmm. I... So, <laughs> she's holding her face Everything again. is inside of everything, but also killing everything. Yes. All right, there we go.
0: Yeah, so we've got a parasitic wasp called Horticola, and in that is a smaller wasp called Stigmaticus. So, my friends, this leaves one more character, an even tinier killer, a bacterium carried by the female Horticola wasps. This bacteria is in cahoots with Stigmaticus. The bacteria makes Horticola wasps more susceptible to Stigmaticus because both need Horticola to survive just long enough to propagate their own species. It's
1: crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So the And they didn't know any of this. Nope. They didn't even try to look for... Nope. They should have known yep. that anything could be filled with multiple wasp situations <laughs> yes. and bacteria. Yeah, always check for wasps. Always check for wasps. <laughs> Guys. At, at, <laughs> and every part of your day, whatever you're doing, the banana you're eating could be filled with wasps. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm fine. not a doctor. Joel just calls me one. <laughs> I'm still going to follow your medical advice. Thank so. you. Okay, so. <laughs> Drink water. <laughs> uh, I don't have any other yeah, advice. That's good. <laughs>
0: that's good. So, I'm uh, putting my notes here and you thought Game of Thrones was hard to follow. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Anyway, for the next three decades, all four had been in a death match cycle that somehow did not end their extinction. Remember, this is a tiny-ass island. Yeah. This made researchers wonder how did they not just all kill each other? Why is this not a dead end? Yeah. Well, If you thought some of the parasites must be flying to other neighboring islands to help increase their genetic diversity and survival rate, you're right. Oh, no.
1: They island hopped. Mm -hmm. To ruin other
0: islands. There you go. No. (laughs) Dr. Marissa, please tell us, according to Patrick's uh, Atlas Obscura
1: article, uh, what did researchers discover and how have these parasites spread? I would love to talk about it. All right. Quote, the parasites may have survived on the island by virtue of their superior flying skills. Unlike many butterflies, the Glanville Fritillary is a poor disperser and individuals living naturally on neighboring islands cannot fly more than about 4.3 miles across open water to top up this population. But the tiny parasitic wasp Horticola appears to have been able to fly or at least to be lifted by strong winds to move between islands on the Oland archipelago. Since Horticola was accidentally introduced uh, to Sotunga, the wasp has been discovered on other islands to the north where it was previously not recorded. These individuals show similar genotypes to Sotunga, suggesting they originated from the wasps, accidentally introduced to that island, end quote. This is so Game of Thrones. Yes. They are taking over. They are reproducing. They are killing each other. Yeah. They... Yeah. That's all I got. Period.com. Period.com. It truly is a Game of Thrones, (laughs) except the thrones are other islands and each other. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. Is that right? So, yeah.
0: It's a big whoops. And also, whoops, it turns out these butterflies don't fly very well. Ugh. So they weren't the best choice to study, you know, because they wanted to study disbursement. And <laughs> it turns
1: out these these butterflies can't fly very well. They, so, you know what? <laughs> these scientists meant so well. They did. They really, really they, did. And I'm positive, like, they did as much reading as they could. But like how embarrassing to like <laughs> have everything go this wrong. I'm I'm embarrassed for them. That sucks you guys. I know you it, tried it really hard. Yeah.
0: Now, if you're wondering what could happen with an accidental introduction like this, well, that bacteria, for example, could reduce the breeding success of other species not previously infected if they get infected by the bacteria. Great. I know. Oh,
1: man.
0: Anne Deploy of the University of Helinski was lead author of a study focusing on the disbursement of these parasites, and she so eloquently noted, quote, the reintroduction of a endangered species comes from the heart a good place but we have to learn about the species we are reintroducing and the habitat where we want to reintroduce them before we do so end quote <laughs> that's,
1: that's that's fair that's what she said it's i true. mean does that mean the researchers were like that's some researcher shade that's know. some re- that's some shade <laughs> that, that she basically said so you guys didn't google anything <laughs> you guys got drunk they might not have gotten drunk, but you guys were on some sort of high, hmm. excited about life, and you're like, "Let's put some butterflies on an island." Yeah, oh, which sounds great. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I would too. So. I would love to fill this apartment full of butterflies, but yeah. who knows? It could be full of wasps. Yeah. And then I don't have a face anymore. (laughs) I went really A to C on that one. I've been watching a a really, I've been watching a lot of shows. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching a lot of TV. That that happens a lot. Anyways. So
0: (laughs) at the moment, these butterflies uh, that the conservationists meant to help originally are still hanging on somehow, despite being outnumbered three to one on a teeny island. So I guess that's the best case scenario. Shrug emoji? I don't know. They're still hanging around so oh yeah yeah well after the break want to know what it sounds like when a caterpillar rubs its ass on a leaf i really do (laughs) i do now let me just say brace yourself okay okay Ah. stay tuned please do and we're back we are so back we're so back and my friends i ask you when were you last genuinely surprised i mean taken aback jaw hit the floor did not expect that kind of surprised Okay. Are you asking it. me? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Anything come to mind? You like? I fell the other day.
1: <laughs> and That's I was, right. And I shouldn't have been surprised because I'm re- – don't worry. It was not like a fall and like break your back fall. It was like one of those falls where you're wearing socks. On a wooden and floor. sweatpants yeah. on a wooden floor. Mm. And it happens so slowly that you're more <laughs> just so – your ego is bruised, but you're not. Like, you know, a slow fall. And um and no one was there to even film and TikTok it. So yeah. I was like, this is... <laughs> this what was even the you. point? This is just...
0: I did hear it from the next room. And I... <laughs> I didn't inquire. I just thought you were looking through something. No, that's how slow and long the fall the fall was because <laughs> it was. It just, looked, it's I thought you were genuinely looking through something I like mean, a drawer, but you were just falling. I was slowly. just
1: falling slowly, and I I reached. <laughs> we have this like old rickety like piece of furniture. I don't even know what to call it. It's like a thing you put your keys on, and and. and I, I reached for it's like a poll essentially and yeah. I reached for this poll thinking it would help me and I was wrong and so we we both just went down I've talked about this for a very long time we should yeah. do the podcast but. <laughs> well, but I was surprised
0: I enjoyed it Thank so. you. <laughs> and I was did nothing the whole time okay so um yeah. so if, it, if it's been a while for you Like, you haven't been surprised. Today is the day, Dr. Marissa. I'm going to show you a photo of who we'll be talking about. And if you can, please describe what you see. Okay. And using your imagination, what sound do you think they make? Uh, Of course, all photos and screenshots will be on our social medias. So please, come on by. Come on by. That's right. So who are these little guys?
1: Oh. Oh, my gosh. They're kind of cute. Um, Okay. So I'm looking at a very up-close shot of a leaf mm-hmm. and on that leaf are these teeny tiny little caterpillars i yep. think yep. the caterpillars you got it. and um looks like they've been eating taking little bites out of the leaf and they're kind of segmented like if you think of a tiny caterpillar this is what they look like exactly yeah and there's four of them and the
0: fourth is uh three in one group and then there's like one walking away yeah maybe Yeah. Going on its own journey. (laughs) That's right, it needed a smoke break. Who knows? There you go. So yeah, my friends, may I introduce to you introduce to you the very teeny, absolutely itty bitty, hungry hungry birch caterpillar.
1: I know. Oh my god.
0: Uh, They're a light green caterpillar, just a few millimeters long. Tiny. They could be found all across North America, chomping away on leaves of deciduous trees or trees that shed leaves annually. Interesting. Okay. And they're so efficient, a lot of humans see them as pests. Oh, man. But after today, you're going to be fucking amazed by these creatures and see them as they should be recognized, as exquisite communicators whose medium is heavy metal. Oh,
1: I love it. Also... (laughs) I love it. Also, I just realized I was supposed to tell you what sound they made. Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think? It was? the
1: photo, so I would assume, like, if you know who Alvin and the Chipmunks are, oh yeah, I would assume it's like that, yeah, where it's like really high, like, oh my god, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Wee. Wee. <laughs> yeah. Like that kind of like uh, helium voice. Mm-hmm. Something tells me I'm really, really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
0: like I said. Heavy metal, okay? Okay. Dr. Mercer, we're going to watch a 42-second video of these caterpillars in action. Uh, Please listen to their many sounds, and if you could, please read the caption of this video, so just to give us some context
1: of what's happening here.
0: Of course. Uh, And if any member of the flock would like to watch along, fire up your YouTube and search caterpillars call their friends with anus-scraping sounds.
1: That sounds so (laughs) not safe for work.
0: (laughs) Yes, do this on your work computer. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> anus scraping sounds? That's right. Ah! That's right. It's a video by newscientist.com. I'm going to pull it up right here. Hold on one moment. Uh, all right. Listen closely,
1: everyone. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm here for it. Okay. All right. So the first caption I see is, this is the sound of a caterpillar scraping its anus on a leaf. All right. Here we oh, go. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Ah! uh, they do this to communicate with other caterpillars nearby. They make a range of different sounds with their anus and mandibles. Possibly. Oh my god. This looks like they're having a fight. I'm seeing two of them. Yeah. And they're both making this scraping noise. And one of it sounds like kind of like a tuba, kind of like a <laughs> fart, and the other one is swatting at the other one, probably because it farted. Probably. Hold on, I'm just gonna
0: rewind it just a little bit.
1: Okay. Yes, I was talking it it.
0: Oh no, no worries. Hold on one second. Um...
1: Maybe maybe not a fart. Maybe more like a cello. What a jump!
0: <laughs> it is musical. Uh, please read the caption for us as well. Okay. Go for it.
1: Uh, They make a range of different sounds with their anus and mandibles, possibly sending information about food and shelter. So it's not a fight. After one sends the signal, the others come out to the same spot. Oh my God, they're all there. They've all arrived. There's like five of them. There you go. Okay, this sound was insane. Yeah. It was like a grunt it was very heavy metal yeah it's like a grunt fart Mm -hmm. scratch yeah
0: pretty interesting yeah i yeah i'm yeah it's very complex uh yeah let me let me
1: uh it's definitely not alvin and the chipmunks (laughs) i will say that it had some like what do you call it deep yeah yeah some guttural yeah they sound very mad, but I think they were just like, the food is over here. <laughs> That's
0: right. They got their seamless order and it arrived. So it's like that. <sighs> uh, quote These tiny caterpillars produce a complex diversity of signals. They shake their bodies, drum and scrape their mouth parts, and drag specialized anal oars against <laughs> the leaf surface to create bizarre signals says evolutionary biologist Jane Yack at Carleton University in Ottawa, who led the new study.
1: That sounds like how everyone communicated like six months deep into the pandemic. That's right. We weren't talking anymore. We were just like,
0: ah! <laughs> uh, I've been studying in- insect sounds for more than 30 years, and I've never seen one insect species produce such a diversity of signal types. This study is the first to produce evidence- for the use of vibratory signals for complex acoustic communication in caterpillars, Yak told NewScientist.com. Huh? I know. Up up until like five minutes ago, scientists thought caterpillars communicated mostly through pheromones. But for real, but uh, thanks to Yak, <laughs> ah! thanks to Yak and her team, we can now hear what's really going on. Caterpillars in their late stages use anal scraping to solve territorial disputes, as one does. Oh my God. And caterpillars in their early stages use at least four different sounds to work together, possibly to tell other caterpillars about food
1: and shelter. Okay, what's interesting, what's blowing my mind about this, all jokes aside, like, they are. This isn't even who they're going to be forever. Right. And it's so interesting that they have such a developed language to talk to each other. Even though, like, in a certain period of time, they're all going to look completely different. Mm -hmm. Never hang out. Oh, my God. It's like high school. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) They're all going to become different people. Mm -hmm. Fly off. Fly off. Some will have wasps bursting out of their chests who knows who knows (laughs) oh my heart it's breaking a
0: little just a little bit a little bit uh dr marissa as you noted before as one caterpillar starts drumming or scraping with their anus parts other caterpillars show up on the scene yeah and the music continues even after the group forms and yak has a few theories as to why uh telling carl gruber of new Scientist, quote Maybe they're saying things like, hey, we need to fix this big hole in the shelter, or hey guys, I'm over here, I found some really good food, or perhaps move over, this is my spot, end quote. So,
1: this is a cool discovery in this itself. This amazing. This is so, they're, they're saying so much. They're, they're living so. such lives. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I don't know why I, under, I underestimated them. I think it was simply the fact that they're not going to be that way forever. I know.
0: It's really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but... It gets even better. Dr. Marissa, please tell us why this discovery may help both caterpillars and humans in the future.
1: Oh, I would love to talk about it. Uh, the finding, quote, the finding could have implications for pest control, as many pests spend a significant part of their lives as caterpillars, and they likely have similar types of communication. So cracking the communication code could help researchers develop novel alternatives to pesticides, perhaps by jamming signals, uh, perhaps by jamming their signals or by monitoring the abundance of pest species on plants, Yak told Newscientist.com. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, end quote. Uh, oh my God. So, like, uh, instead of using, I don't know, tell me if I'm getting this wrong, but instead of using like poisons to yeah. make pests go away, you could just blast That's right. a sound. And blast. then they're off. Exactly. We tried this once. Um, did it work? No. We had mice, <laughs> so we played cat sounds on YouTube. That's right. And <laughs> that's right. They it was a great idea. They it was a really great idea. They weren't real.
0: They learned that the the cats weren't. Real. They
1: learned. I think it worked for a period of time, yeah. and then they were back. So. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, but who knows? This could be an alternative to killing, which is always nice. So the next step is playing back vibrations to caterpillars to see what the fuck they do. So watch this space as researchers make butt music
1: with caterpillars. The end. I love it. <laughs> butt music. That's right. It's going to take over Spotify, you guys. <laughs> I Probably wait. not.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Caterpillar farts and... Uh, <laughs> And parasites busting through other caterpillars, ah, oh, jeez! Thank you so much thank for you so much. rating, subscribing. Uh, it's making the flock just bigger and just coming together. It's just so great.
1: Seriously, we're we're loving all of the love on on every channel, every social media. Oh, we're obsessed. It's incredible. Thank you so much. So thank you, and please stay interesting. Please
0: do. Well done.